Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans? And welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is April 29th, 2023, and this is episode number 22. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the First Listen Club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26 as I post content daily and send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. Wow. All right, guys, here we are. I'm back again a week later. Um, look, it's, it is just, it's bad right now. It's bad on so many levels. The, the last episode title was the Cardinals are bad right now. And I'm just going to be honest, nothing has changed. If not, it's got, it's got worse. Um, Currently, the Cardinals are on a West Coast road trip that consists of trips in Seattle, San Francisco, and Los Angeles. And uh, they lost two or three in Seattle. They lost three or four in San Francisco. And once again, they started a series out with another loss last night to begin the series. Uh, there's really nothing going right for the Cardinals right now, to be honest. Really, not nothing. Right? It's just it's just bad. It's bad baseball all around. Um. The fielding's been bad. Tommy Edmonds been bad, and Nolan Arnato looks lost. Um, I give him some slack, like right. It's Nolan Arnato. He, he carries, and it's okay if he goes through a bad stretch, but he is right, and it's not the standard we expect him to play at. It's just really bad all around. So, really, from the Cardinals' perspective, right now, it's not it's not looking good. Um, unless you like the NFL draft, which I actually have streaming right now to my right, that's been entertaining. Uh, it's been really tough this week. I live in Virginia. If you don't know, I uh, record this podcast there. Uh, so, therefore, East Coast time. When these games are in the West Coast, it's really hard for me to stay up to watch the, the entirety of these games. Normally, when they start at like 10, 10 on a Tuesday night, it's tough. I watch an inning or two. I wake up, break down the box score, watch the highlights. So, let's get into the state of the Cardinals right now. What exactly is the record? Where do they stand in the in, the, in El Central? Where do they stand in uh, the wild card. And actually, got breaking news. Looks like Katie Wu just posted the lineup. Not really breaking news, but it looks like the lineup's going to be shaken up. So it's actually live live, live news here. Um, anyway, let's take a look. So the Cardinals right now are 3-7 <laughs> and seven in their last 10. They once again lost again last night to begin a series. So therefore, I think they're 0-9 in the month of April in, in series, the uh, first game of a series. Their record is 10-17. and 17. And they are eight and a half games back of the Pittsburgh Pirates for the lead in the NL Central. They are one game back. I mean, excuse me, they are be that would be seven and a half games back of the Milwaukee Brewers for second. Four, five, six, seven. They're five games back of the Cubs, and they're a game and a half back of the abysmal Cincinnati Reds. They actually have the second worst record in the entirety of the National League. At 10 and 17, their winning percentage is 370. Um, I mean, even the Nationals have a better winning percentage right now. I hate to do this, but we got to look at the wild card standings, right? The Cardinals are even five games back of the wild card. Um, the wild card teams right now, the Brewers, the Cubs, and the Mets, that looks like a pretty stable top three. I don't know how good the Pirates are, but I think the Pirates are better than we think. Do I think they're going to win NL Central? I don't. 
Um, but I think they're much better than, than we give them credit for. So that's the state of the Cardinals look. I'll be honest, and like I said, the title of this show is Give Us a Reason to Believe. And that's what it boils down to. The Cardinals have to give us a reason to believe. Like, I put out a tweet this morning, see if I can pull it up, and I just said, hey, I said, look, I said, I'm not giving up on this Cardinals team, right? Like, I, I don't. I think it's still early. It's still April. But at some point, April's over, right? Today's the 29th. Tomorrow's the last day of April. At some point, you have to find a, a real reason to give the Cardinals fans to believe in you. I'm not giving up on them, but it does not look good. If you told me today that the Cardinals will finish 500 or below, I actually – I would believe you. And reason being, and we'll get into a little bit of the Jordan Walker stuff, but I don't see the stability in the Cardinals and what direction they're going. Okay, what do I mean by that? My entire life, I'm 25 years old, I've always trusted the Cardinals as an organization. What do I mean by that? Well, I've always trusted John Muzalock. I've always trusted the Cardinals. Why? Because, yeah, they've only won one World Series since 2011, but they are always a winning team. They always put a winning product on the field. They always have a good sense of direction. They've had good pitching. Um, and right now, they look lost. And it's finally hit me. I, I actually think they are lost as an organization. Um, it looks like some of these contracts that the Cardinals gave out, whether it's Steven Matz, this $10.5 million year deal, it's just not look like it's going to pan out. I know it's still early, but it, he didn't, it didn't work last year. It's not working this year. This team is in a crossroads, I feel like, of what do they want to do? Let's talk about Jordan Walker. That's part of it. Jordan Walker, 20 years old, six foot five, top three prospect in all of baseball, number one prospect in Cardinals organization, has an amazing spring. There's no way they can deny him a roster spot, right? Okay, he plays himself onto the opening day roster. He shows up. His OPS was, was you know, top three or four in the team when he got sent down to Memphis this week. Um, Look, I get it. His defense is bad. His right field defense is bad. But let me tell you something. The St. Louis Cardinals drafted Jordan Walker, and he was a third baseman. When you draft a player and you switch him from his natural position at 20 years old, okay, and, and you put him in right field and you, you put him on the opening day roster, you're putting him on the opening day roster for his bat, okay? You understand when you switch a 20-year-old kid from his natural position to the right field, there's going to be growing pains. But guess what? As an organization that brings up your top, top prospect to right field, you that's what comes along with it, right? Not only that, but you know when you send the kid down, uh, he's going to be fine. He had a home run last night in Memphis. He's going to be okay. He's going to he, he's got to work on some things. But let's just be honest here. If you they bring up Taylor Motter, the 33-year-old who has a negative 0.3 war for his entire career, and this is not hate towards Taylor Motter. I'm glad the guy's made a, a career. You know, he's made a career, uh, you know, trying to feed his family in the MLB. That's awesome. Great job, right? That, there's nothing against Taylor Motter. Okay? But you bring up Taylor Motter. Paul DeYoung's back on the roster. I never thought I'd see those two on the roster at the exact same time. Who would have thought Paul DeYoung right now is, is probably your, your best hitter? I can't believe I'm saying that, but Paul DeYoung right now is probably the Cardinals' best hitter. Um, let me see here. Let's see if I can pull up his, his average here. Paul DeYoung right now is batting 400. Okay, granted, he's only had 20 at-bats, but he's batting 400. He has a pair of home runs. His OPS is the highest on the team. It's just This is just crazy to me. So that's what I mean by the central direction. I understand Paul DeYoung's back on the lineup. Keep him in the lineup while he's hot. It's okay. He should be there. 
Um, but Taylor Motter, why in the world are we sending Jordan Walker down and we're bringing up Taylor Motter? We have Jan, Juan Yepes. Um, I just don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. And the reason being is they were saying, hey, well, we got to get our three guys in the outfield that say, stay, you know, everyday starters in their designated spots. Oh, what my, oh, my. Anyway, before we continue, actually, I'm eager. Let's take a look. Katie Wu just posted the lineup. She said this comes at uh, 3.41 p.m., and it's right before where the Cardinals play tonight. It says, Ali Marmol shaking it slightly up tonight against the – oh, we got to play Clayton Kershaw. This should go great. Uh, Tyler O'Neill back in the lineup. So tonight's lineup is Tommy Edmond batting first at second, Goldie second, Arnado third, Contreras fourth, Carlson fifth. Ugh. Uh, O'Neill sixth, DeYoung seventh, Kisner eighth, who's got a couple hits, but Newt Bar ninth. I don't know, man. I just don't get it. So I don't get it. We got, I don't understand. Uh, look, it's just, just bad times right now. Uh, anybody else like Nolan Gorman's our guy right now. He's batting 279. His OPS is 917. Look, Paul Goldschmidt still doing his thing. He's batting 310. Uh, he's got 100 at-bats already on the season. His OPS is at 945. Uh, he's doing he's doing what he always does. Um, the Cardinals tonight, like I said, will, will face off against Clayton Kershaw. Let me take a look here. i got some other stats I want to run by you. Uh, right now, the Cardinals pitching. Let's take a look at the pitching individually. Um, Jack Flaherty, ERA 3.94. Miles Michaelis, 5.97. <laughs> Steven Matz is 0-3 with an ERA of 6.23. Jordan Montgomery with an ERA of 3.81. Um, Jordan Hicks, 6.97. Right now, and I really want to close on this, is the, the Cardinals starting pitching is just blah. Like, I, I don't even know what else to say. That's why I'm saying you got to give the Cardinals fans something to believe. you got to give the Cardinals a reason. I mean, you got to give Cardinals fans a reason to believe that they can do something. They're 10-17, and 17, and here's the biggest thing, man. If the Cardinals can't figure this out soon enough, you just can't keep saying it's early because you're going to blink and look up, and you're going to be 10, 11, 12 games back in, in the middle of May, okay, if this keeps up. And guess what? Okay, guess what? You go on a 10, you know, let's say you win your next 10 out of 14 in May, okay, but the, the Brewers and the, and the Pirates win, I don't know, 6 out of their 12. Well, guess what? You've cut the you've cut the games back definite to six or seven, and you're playing good ball even at that point. You just can't dig your dig your grave so uh, dig your grave so deep that it's that bad. I mean, Stephen Matz, his his opponent batting average is their guys are hitting over three hundred against him. And my biggest issue is not only this bad starting pitch and affect everything, but it taxes your bullpen even more, right? Your bullpen can't catch a break. Um, they got to be overused. You know, you continue to get down early. And can we stop this narrative that every time a pitcher goes five and one third, four earned runs, um, and and you know he's credited with a no decision or a loss? Like we're not going to act like that's a good outing. It's like five and a third, four earned runs. Next day, five and a third, four earned runs. Next day, five and a third, four earned runs. Next day, four and a third, six earned runs. And they're like, and then you know, hear Ali Marmol come out and say, guess what? You know, I, I think I think he threw the ball well for the most part. A couple got away with him, got away from him, you know, in the fourth, fifth inning. No, no, no. I mean, obviously. And the and like I said, I was in a Cardinal space this week on Twitter, and we were talking. 
And I encourage you to get on those if you're not. It's good. Sometimes there's some people hosting Cardinal Spaces, and it's pretty much just a community. People can talk to each other. It's like, hey, who is the guy in the Cardinals rotation right now that can just stop the bleeding? Just the Cardinals are losing three and a four in a row, or they, they, they're starting a, a tough a tough road series, and you got game one on the road, and, and you can't win it. Like, the Cardinals are 0-9 in April in the beginning of a series. It's just, it's just bad all around. And who is that guy? We don't have him. And we were, we were all discussing in this space, like, who is the guy that the Cardinals are going to call up that, that is going to change everything? Well, we got Graceffo, but he's, 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 he's developing in AAA. And like I said, I can guarantee you, this front office is not going to send down Steven Matz, who they just gave, a, a nice contract too. They're not going to send down Miles Michaelis. And granted, Miles had a really good outing. His last outing, he looked much more like himself. And I think Miles is going to be okay. I still think he's our ace. If, if tomorrow we were in a, a do or die playoff game, give me Miles Michaelis every single time. Um, but anyway, what I'm saying, we just don't have that guy that's just going to dominate. And then you got Adam Wainwright. Let's talk about him for a second. He's set to come back. And I love Adam Wainwright. He's 41 years old. But anyway, he put up a tweet on, uh, put up a tweet on Twitter. Um, and he was like, he, he, he got banged up in his Springfield outing, which is double A team. He got, he got, ba- he got banged up a little bit. Uh, they, they, they put up some runs against him. I don't think he was able to touch, you know, 88 miles an hour. And he got on Twitter and he's like, I can't wait to get, you know, get to St. Louis and prove all of you wrong under this, under this thread. Cause there was people bashing like, oh, this should save the Cardinals problems and stuff. But he's like, you know, in his tweet, he's like, I can either take this and be depressed or I can take this and put on the war paint. And it's just like, dude, like you've proven yourself. You're a Cardinals Hall of Famer. It's just cringe. Like God, people on Twitter are going to, that's just what they do. And whether it's right or wrong, I don't think it is. But the fact that it is, is I'm sorry. Adam Wainwright called me a doubter. And I love, bro, you're one of my favorite pitchers all time growing up. Like I, I really do love the guy. But it's just not going to come to the big league level again right now with 87-mile-an-hour stuff and think he's going to change the direction of this Cardinals team. It's just not going to happen, right? Um, and not only that, we were we were all discussing, okay, well, Adam Wainwright, is, they're like, well, you know, he, he's, not, he's nothing worse than we can get in the big league level right now. And I'm like, okay, I can agree on that to a certain degree. But I was like, he, he, what, what do you got to say about him only throwing 87, 86 miles an hour on his fastball? And it's like, well, last year he didn't throw that hard. And, and guess what? Last year he was throwing about 89. But what little do people know, three miles an hour in the big leagues is insane, is an insane difference. It just is. Um, so is he going to be any worse than the guys we got right now? No, probably not. And am I excited to have him? Yes, of course. Uh, but to think that he's going to come in, like some of these people were suggesting, are just ridiculous. Um, like I said, it's just – it's just tough. There's not one single answer right now. You're not in a position to make a big trade right now. Uh, look, the card. It's just it's going to boil down to this. The offense is going to have to learn to pick pick you up. Like they they just aren't producing at the level you'd like. And um, yeah, we're we're going to see what happens. So anyway, let's let's take a look at what the Cardinals have coming up on the schedule tonight. They face off once again against the Dodgers at 10:10 10 p.m. Uh, West Coast time. So or excuse me, to be 7, 10 p.m. West Coast time. Um, Jordan Montgomery versus Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw's 4-1 with a 2-3-2 ERA. Vegas has the Dodgers favored by minus 157, so you got to place $157 on the Dodgers to profit 100. 
Cardinals then will wrap up their West Coast road trip against the Dodgers once again at 4.10 p.m. Eastern time start tomorrow. Jake Woodford takes the mound, and you know, and Noah Syndergaard for the Dodgers. Look, Jake Woodford, um, I, I don't know how long he's going to be on the team. Like I said, Wainwright's going to come up, but let's just say this. Jake Woodford didn't have the first couple outings that we'd like, but look, we can't. Jake Woodford's your five starter. If you can get five and a third out of Woodford with three earned runs, that just feels like his ceiling. Okay. And that's not wrong. That's a five starter outing, right? So, anyway, after that, the Cardinals will then have an off day on Monday. They need it and they're going to head back home and they will face off against the Angels. So, I'm glad to see the Cardinals head back home um, just so I can freaking watch the games again like routinely it's just exhausting i can't stay up till one one o'clock on a tuesday and watch it i get up at work about 5 45 so anyway that's where we're at man look all i want to say is we got there's not there's nothing i'm just gonna be honest there's nothing to stay positive about right now there's no reason to be it's okay to be frustrated as a cardinals fan right like we shouldn't be behind the reds who are in a rebuild okay i don't even care if it's early we're almost in may so Excuse me. It's it's okay to be frustrated. Maybe things will change, but they're ten and seventeen, so it better happen quick. Seven game win streak still only gets you to five hundred, right? Um, it's not over. Season's not over, but they got to give us a reason to believe. All right, that's all I got. I'm gonna get out of here. Enjoy your weekend. Um, enjoy the rest of the NFL draft to whatever team you enjoy to watch, and uh, yeah, go Cardinals. And until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.